What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle, the home of our little tiger. It's time for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. It's Monday, April 26th, episode 223. It, it, it still astounds me that we are in the 200s. It, it, we just keep rolling. I show up here, I turn on the computer, I fire up the mics, and apparently the mic is not hot enough. Let's fire this up a little bit more. Is this better? We'll find out the hard way. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Uh, that, that's the joy of doing this live and recording it at the same time. It's just balancing uh, two acts. Like, like, wait, like I used to joke when I had good old executive producer Sam Zia. We were like the old Lakers in the 90s. The simulcast. You, you get the audio on the radio, but you can also watch it on TV. Hey! You can watch my face on the internet, but you can also listen to the audio later on if you don't want to see my face and miss all the visual jokes that we do all the time. It's, yeah, it's Monday. We had a, we had a Monday today, our little, our little family. It's been a bit of a rough week for the, for the Lamone Cervantes house. We, we all got, uh, like, a little stomach sicky all week long, starting with our poor little man, Mr. Tiger. Oh, he is a tough, brave little boy. He, he truly lives up to his name, Tiger. He is the bravest, toughest little boy. He, he had a rough go of it with some with some tummy problems. He had, he, had a, he picked up some sort of stomach bug where we're still trying to trace the evidence. We, we have some, some, some food suspects in custody and in, in, in jail, i.e. the garbage. <laughs> but uh, our, 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 our tough little man, he, 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 he's just been, he, he's had a rough time. I, I won't go into any more description, but let's just say that the, the poor dude has had it rough. Had to stay home from from preschool, yeah, so which means uh, Rosa's had to stay home from work to take care of our little man. And Rosa picked up the stomach bug, and then I also picked up the stomach bug. I was a literal walking zombie at work last Thursday, and I stayed home from work on Friday. This it, it's been, and then and then so well, all right, for a new week, everything should be fine. Uh, you know, all of us were feeling better over the weekend, and then unfortunately, uh, the, the day started off very ominously at 6 in the morning. Uh, poor, poor, poor Rosa, you know, we, I, we, we both get up to take care of, of Ty. Ty was, you know, he's still, you know, he's still, you know, I, I posted a picture on social media. He looks like a grown, grown little boy now, but he, he's still, he's still, he's still a baby, you know, he's still 15 months, so he, he still wakes up at night. He, he He's not uh, fully verbal, so he can't quite tell us what it is. So I, I'm picking him up, and I'm comforting him. I'm like, maybe he's cold. He might be cold. I'm trying to warm him up. And Rosa gets up, goes and gets him a, a you know, bottle of milk. And she unfortunately stubs her foot in Ty's little... He has a Jeep, a little, a little Jeep that he works on all the time. He's a little walker. But unfortunately, with me and Ty playing all day yesterday, he, he pushed his Jeep a little bit further out of its normal path about a whole foot or or a giant rubber ducky's worth <laughs> away from where it normally is and she ran her foot into it and she was pretty certain that she broke her toe and so we're like all right we'll take 
and say tie to school, and then I'm we'll, like, we'll just go into work late. Let's just go and take you to urgent care, and we had to figure out a whole bunch of stuff. And then while we were, you know, figuring out, oh, like, oh wait, we our, our health provider issues. Uh, it's like, oh, we get a, a message. Oh, tiger, uh, tiger's having tummy problems again. It's like, what? We got, we got to go pick him up. So wait, wow. Gotta get Rosa to urgent care to see if she broke her foot, and then we gotta go pick up Ty because apparently he, the, the revenge of the revenge of the bad food hit him again today. And I'm sitting in my car, flop sweating, like, what do we do? Oh my god! What a Monday! This is why Garfield always hated Mondays. But we, we got it all sorted. You know, we, we picked up Ty. Ty, you know, I guess as soon as he saw us, he was he felt better. Like, uh, I feel like he had already ejected out all the badness out of him. So he, he, he like, I kept waiting for him. Like, oh, yeah, like, we're sitting at the Kaiser Urgent Care, and I'm holding him. Like, oh, man, I'm waiting for his butt to explode. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for a butt explosion. I'm like, oh, man, should have brought an extra shirt. <laughs> Just in case. You don't know. But, no, dude, dude was... I mean, obviously, he was probably born of his mind, you know, hospital. Uh, we, I was sparingly using YouTube. I was only using YouTube at the the, the, the most, uh, you know, key moments. Like, okay, when, when the doctor is talking to, to Rosa, or the nurse is talking to Rosa, oh, time for some baby Einstein, homeboy. <laughs> uh, other time, otherwise, it's like, oh, let's go outside. He was running around. Trying to put his hands on everything outside. I'm like, oh, son, I'm gonna have to wash your hands in freaking Clorox. Get back here. And he can run now. He he he. Ty's a runner now, honey. I'm, I'm sure you know this already. He, Ty's a runner, and I was like chasing after him outside because I'm like, oh, he needs to be worn out so he can fall asleep on your shoulder. All right, all right. I, I let the little dude cut loose out outside of the. The Kaiser, like it was a nice little kind of like parkish little area in front of the Kaiser, and he was just like running around. I'm like, please don't run into the street. <laughs> I've already had enough. I've had enough today. Please, don't do any more. But uh, yeah, he, I, I kept him corralled. I was like, I'm gonna do some yoga. I'm gonna keep up with a 15-month-old runner, not just a walker a toddler he is a runner but turned out rosa where her foot not as bad as we imagined it still hurts she's still hurt but not it's not a it was not a completely broken toe she her, her foot is very 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 bruised very very her toe is very very sprained so she got the she had a walking boot she got everybody home Got everyone situated, and I was like, "Okay, it's four o'clock. I'm ready to work." <laughs> so we've had a day, but we still have stuff to talk about because you know what we watched on Saturday. You know what we watched on Saturday, and I see Jai Paul already joining us. I'm very happy that Jai is joining us because we watched the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so the, 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 the final episode. Episode 6. And I have to start off like a lot of the internet was like, oh, my reviewers were like, oh, this is good. And they're like, I, I let me immediately start with this statement. If you watched this show and you didn't feel anything, uh, it's not, it, 
you're the problem, not the show. <laughs> and, and second of all, it clearly wasn't for you. Or the, the message, like, I keep hearing, oh, virtual, signal, virtual signaling, or like, oh, like it's, a, it's all social justice. It's like, yeah, if you're claiming that, then you don't like seeing non-whites on screen, then, or non-whites succeeding, or you're just mad that you're a lot more U.S. agent wasn't your Captain America. Oh, how dare they let that blackie be Captain America? That, 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 that's the energy I got on Twitter, all who didn't like it. All the people who loved it, it's like, oh, Rebels like Jai. He got to see some representation of, 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 of a black hero being awesome, not being a stereotype, not, you know, fulfilling a quota or being a token. Freaking Anthony Mackie's portrayal and Sam Wilson, who, spoiler alert, he's Captain America now. <laughs> It was freaking. It gave it a, 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 me as a comic book nerd who I, I to I love a visual accuracy. I, I don't need the plot points. I don't need stuff to be plot point for plot point exactly like it was in the comics. But if you give me visuals that evoke good memories, of, they did the Captain America, the the Sam Wilson Captain America outfit exactly like it was designed in the comic and it looked amazing. It's like when they hit you with it Oh sorry Daniel, this is gonna be superly duperly spoilery. <laughs> super spoilery, super duper spoilers. I don't know, you'll be caught up but by the time you get there, yeah. The, the, the outfit was just piece of resistance. Just, and it, it, and that it, it looked amazing, but also the way he carried himself was even better. The, the way Sam handles being Captain America, just hell yeah, awesome. Just, oof, I, I I could not extol the virtues of of, of this show. Like, this is a show for not white people. <laughs> Or maybe, you know what, I shouldn't be so, I shouldn't paint such a brush. This is a show for non-racists. There you go. I have to be a little bit more specific. If you're a racist person, if you hate people of color, this show is not for you. <laughs> if you don't like seeing people of color succeeding or being good or being good at their jobs or being better than whites, then, oh, man, this show's not for you, bro. <laughs> Ooh. You have to get in your DeLorean and go watch yourself some 70s television or something. Go, go back in time, because uh, the times are a-changing. Right? If you go, oh, it's, it's a social justice, oh, this isn't fair, but you're pushing all these blacks and Asians on, on to me, oh, all these non-whites, non oh, I don't feel very represented. Motherfuckers, you've been represented for everything before now. <laughs> Shit. Like, it, 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 this is getting my, my boy Jai the same feelings I felt when, when I saw freaking Poe Dameron. I'm like, alright, oh, there's an awesome fucking Hispanic guy in fucking Star Wars. <laughs> He's the best fucking pilot in the galaxy? Fuck yeah. 
and it, 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 if this can give that feeling to all my brothers and sisters, then fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, that's right, Daniel. F the racists. Not yeah, see. see Dan I hope Shang-Chi can give you that feeling, Daniel. Asian success. Black success. Minority success. Fuck the racists. Man. It's like all these, all these insecure white boys losing their minds. Oh, I wish you were so lame. Oh, I don't like the way it's pandering. Motherfucker, it ain't pandering. It's fulfilling a, a need. There has been a void of color in all this stuff for ever. In <laughs> fact, better to get better together. Thank you. There has been a void of color. And there's no tokenism happening here. There's no quota. This is, oh. Sam Wilson is fucking awesome. The Dora Milaje. Fucking awesome. Shane G is fucking awesome. Why people ain't ready? <laughs> Clearly. Still not ready. They, they, they don't want to give up. Be, no, my, my Captain America is black. Sorry, homie. But it was just announced this past week, we're getting the fourth Captain America movie. And guess who the Captain America is? It's Sam Wilson. <laughs> it's the same creative create team. They haven't, they haven't announced a director yet. But the Captain America and Winter Soldier will return. I thought it was funny. I kept seeing people, oh, they got, they got to change Winter Soldier to, to, to the White Wolf. <laughs> like the name he got from Wakanda. Uh -huh. Whatever. Thank you, Dan. Oh, see, that, that, that's a phrase I was like, when an absence of privilege feels like oppression to you, you are the problem. See, yeah, that's, that, that, that is very eloquently. But, right, Daniel Wong, Facebook, our awesome Facebook uh, patron, our, our, our awesome fan, who's always, and a good friend, who, who, who's always here for us. That, that, um, uh, eloquently, but, yeah, I'm going to pull up the mic closer to my mouth. When the an absence of privilege feels like oppression to you, you are the problem. Yeah. He's like blonde and blue eye, Sam Wilson is not. And good. And I, I love the way he just carried it throughout the whole series. And when he Yeah. Well when they bring up I, I Oh god, I already Facebook status update. Oh, Jai's gonna go post that on his Facebook status. <laughs> well, hopefully, you don't get tossed in Facebook jail for that one, Jai. Uh, 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 we're not gonna see our good friend Ryan Tanaka tonight because he got put in Facebook jail for expressing his feelings about the Mortal Kombat movie. And I think he was using various forms of excrement to express how he felt about it. We'll, we'll get to Mortal Kombat. I, I didn't watch Mortal Kombat this past weekend. <laughs> that wasn't high on my list of priorities. It was, uh, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier and everything else. That, that was my priority list <laughs> of what what to watch this past weekend. And and I I, I erroneously oh, yeah wait till we get to America Chavez. Oh geez, female color and lesbian. Oh shit. <laughs> Blow their freaking minds. Yeah, we can't Oh, yeah. 
oh, all that stuff, that stuff's counting. Marvel's is like, all right. Like, thankfully, the Marvel, the, the cinematic side, is very, very good about being uh, multicultural. Historically, there used to be a guy in charge of it, just a Marvel comic, uh, Marvel comics, who was really super like conservative white supremacist guy. Miss <laughs> Kamala Khan character, she's not selling. Cancel the book. <laughs> like Ike, something or other. He, he was in charge of a lot of Marvel stuff until like, I think uh, uh, Feige like got got Disney to sidestep him. <laughs> Last button on you know, yeah, Captain America again. If you have well, Daniel, you have a no, not not called no, Jeff Loeb. He, he's just an ignorant asshole. <laughs> I, I never met the guy, but one of my good comic friends really hates him a lot. Was Ike Pertemuer was a, a, a terrible human, a president of Marvel for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Mortal, yeah, Marvel multicultural verse. Yeah, that's that's what's happening right now. Uh, Mortal Kombat, okay, so I, I didn't see it, but I've seen such, I, I, I get that it was a very polarizing topic, apparently, uh, this whole weekend. I've seen, I've seen the entire um, spectrum of like, oh, I thought it was really cool, I had a lot of fun, uh, that was kind of meh, or whatever, and why did I waste my time? This is horrible, what have they done? And just like... I said, you know, last week, in regards to, you know, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, to the people who, if you're going into a movie based on a video game where the point is to kill each other, I, I don't know what you were expecting. <laughs> Still, again, this is not high art. I saw a great tweet uh, yesterday or, or Saturday where it's like, why can't we just let movies be okay anymore? <laughs> Movies have to either be the best movie I've ever seen or absolute dog shit trash. There's no middle ground. <laughs> There's no, you know, hey, that was like I remember there used to just be a whole bunch of movies that were, you know what? That was fun. I, I could enjoy a, a a barrel of popcorn to that movie. <laughs> That was an acceptable use of my hour and a half to two hours. I, I was entertained. I, I don't. I don't need to be you know, crying at, at Captain America saying freaking Avengers Assemble, or you know, or just horrified as Thanos goes and it wipes out everything. I, I don't. I don't need to be. You know, it doesn't have to be an emotional experience every time. It, a, a movie can just be like, all right, cool. So Zero and, and Scorpion are fighting. All right, let me sit down here. Let's see this. <laughs> and, uh, a, a movie can be a turd, but you know, <laughs> sometimes a movie can just be okay. These <laughs> uh, Shakespearean or Academy Award like expectations of every single film, and I, and I, I get there's a lot of. Um, but there's a lot of uh, reviewers and YouTubers and people who, who put a lot of stock into uh, being all highly, you have to be very highly critical and see, and, and judge every movie as if it's, I'm judging it against the greatest thing I've ever seen. And I think that's bullshit, personally. <laughs> yeah, right, right here. John Potter is making a good comment right here. The Fast and the Furious franchise makes billions of dollars by telling you to put your brain on pause and watch something that's just okay but visually impressive. Yeah. I 
for, for the most part, I enjoy those fast movies because they're just kind of, oh, look, let's watch, let's watch people defy physics for, you know, two hours <laughs> in increasingly ridiculous ways. It just keeps escalating. I'm like, yeah, a turd of a movie can be entertaining. Yes, exactly, Daniel. A turd can be entertaining. Movies don't have to be a freaking best picture every single time you go out and see a movie. Uh, I'm trying to think uh, again, again there are movies that I do find personally offensive I'm like oh man I'll never watch that movie ever again but there uh, you know there's certain movies like I, I know when I did them like, like again like, I have to bring back uh, the movie challenge I did you know five years ago it's like there's a better movie that just exists you know <laughs> it's like, right, that was fine cool like, I, I don't remember too many movies during my movie channel. Like, oh, don't ever watch like that. Like, like, Tusk. Like, I, I love Kevin Smith, but I, I, I implore you all, don't ever watch Tusk. It's just not. It's visually unappealing. It's very disturbing. I see that. That was like, Oh yeah. I, in my opinion, that was not fun. I don't want to watch that again. <laughs> but I, I had never seen. Uh, I think it was like Fast Five or Fast Six. I watched them. Like those were fun. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're not good. <laughs> but it wasn't bad. It was okay. <laughs> the, the Rock jumps out of a bed, breaks off a cast, picks up a freaking minigun, and starts firing at the sky. I'm like, that was cool. <laughs> well, yes, I would like to see more. Where's my where, where in my collection is Fast 6? <laughs> I want to keep watching. Oh, I want to watch Fast 7, please. <laughs> Furious at the worst naming conventions. <laughs> my wife... Really wants to watch Fast Nine because of John Cena. Uh, yeah. Oh, let's see. Adelie says Godzilla Gone was a perfect movie for a big action movie. Two monsters in a wrestling match while humans make fools of themselves. Exactly. It's it, it, it not freaking Hamlet. <laughs> We're not watching King Lear. It's it's freaking it's Godzilla vs Kong. It's it's Mortal Kombat. I, I went back and I played, uh, if you guys check out our gaming channel, I played uh, Mortal Kombat 2 uh, uh, this past uh, Thursday for 10 minutes before I got super sick. And, uh, <laughs> man, <laughs> I think there, there was a, head, a bit of plot in the like when I fired up the, the GameCube disc. <laughs> there was like a, a handful of plot. Shang Tsung failed in the first Mortal Kombat. His master was going to kill him. I was like, oh no, let's just bring everyone to Outworld. We can kill him here. Mortal Kombat 2. <laughs> that was your plot! <laughs> and then the, it, it's so fascinating. Like, I was seeing the people who really hated the Mortal Kombat movie. They were citing all oh, Mortal Kombat 9 and 10 and 11, apparently the, the games that came out in the last you know, 10 years. Like, oh, they've built so much more. Why couldn't they use any of that? I'm like, because it wouldn't have been a very fun movie. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to watch a dramatic Mortal Kombat movie? Who is that? That's, I feel like that Venn diagram is very, very small. Like the, the overlap of like the game fans and movie fans were like, mm, <laughs> you know, like, oh, I want a very serious Mortal Kombat film. <laughs> it takes the drama very, 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 very seriously. The fights are, are, they're not physical battles, but they're battles of will. Like, you know, who wants that? <laughs> I don't know who wants that, but I can tell you who doesn't. 
Dude. <laughs> Give me a moment for my reward, because some of Jax's arms get ripped off, and Sub-Zero's freezing and killing people. Apparently, Sub-Zero's a bad guy. Like, cool. <laughs> Sold. Uh, I'll watch it at some point, but it wasn't high on my priority list. Like, yeah, yeah. 26 days to be like, alright, maybe I'll fire it up. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not fully committed. I almost went, we have a, uh, at work we have a movie pack of like Mortal Kombat 9, or, no, or like Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe with the OG Mortal Kombat movie. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I remember how cheesy, and it's like people are like comparing it to the, to the, to the previous Mortal Kombat movie. So like, oh, this was way worse than the original Kombat Mortal Kombat movie. Really? That, that movie was, that movie was all soundtrack. <laughs> that, that, that first one was like, you're trying to wedge in everything from the, from the game into that first movie. <laughs> like, Liu Kang says, flawless victory. It was like, so awkward. But I think, I remember watching that first movie and enjoying it. And then me and my friends watching uh, the, the sequel, which is like, uh, like, people like, hate that movie with a fiery vengeance. And I, I remember watching it, the, the Montebello, uh, Montebello 10, and I'm like, oh, that, okay. <laughs> I remember walking out of, out of Mortal Kombat and I'm like, oh, that was okay. <laughs> they had more fighters. They brought in Princess Melina, and Princess Melina came back. <laughs> and, uh, or, or, or Katana, the, the princess. Melina's the one with the, ah. Yeah, Damon, you bought the soundtrack. Yeah, da 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 yeah. The, that, that techno soundtrack to the fucking first Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> And then they kept using it to bring more combat. <laughs> see, see, Daniel, see, you have good perspective. All video game movies should be compared to the Street Fighter movie, <laughs> which I, I'm pretty sure one of my Facebook friends actually that's like one of his favorite movies of all time. He, he loves Street Fighter and he loves uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. So, <laughs> uh, as we've discussed here before on the show, I, I, I recall Pete always mentioning, "Yeah, Raul Julia did that movie simply because his kids loved playing Street Fighter." <laughs> So that's why he took that film, and unfortunately, it was his final film. <laughs> his kids love Street Fighter, and like, Dad, 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 take the movie! <laughs> See, and Jai, uh, like, another one of these, there is no Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> what? You didn't like uh, Christopher Lambert getting replaced? Because, you know, I'm not doing any fighting scenes. <laughs> they replace him with generic white dude who could throw some punches. <laughs> I remember Annihilation. I paid whatever to the cost of 1998 money or <laughs> 1996 or 97. I saw my friend being really mad after I watched that movie and I was like, I was alright. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> I, I, again, if you've watched this podcast or listened to this podcast, I, I'm pretty easily entertained. I'm, Something has to be really bad, in my opinion, for me to hate something. It has to be really bad. Both in your... Yeah, I really hate both in your... A lot. That movie just was like, kept making me mad. <laughs> it just like, made me so mad. <laughs> That's a movie where I'm just like, no, I don't ever want to watch it. Like, how could you have a movie with Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy and have me hate every single second of it. <laughs> like, how, how, how am I so filled to the brim with hate? I'm like, it was such an anxiety trigger for me. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the whole movie. See, yeah, see, Jai has Alien Resurrection. Adelita has Midsommar. Ooh, I, I, 
I've, I've only heard of Midsommar, I've never watched it. <laughs> See, like, Alien Resurrection, I remember watching that, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Ripley's half alien now. Whatever. Now, fingers is awkward. Wait, wait, what? Mortal Kombat 2, Raiden is played by Dexter's dad? Wait, Dexter's dad, like Dexter Morgan, the TV show? That guy, or whatever his freaking name is? Really? <laughs> Pete Molini coming out of nowhere. You're evoking old school podcast vibes by providing me an answer I didn't know I needed. <laughs> that was Dexter's dad? Oh my god, that actor? <laughs> Kind of awesome. <laughs> that makes me want to go watch this movie that Jai doesn't even want to admit exists. <laughs> it has to be on some. It has to be on streaming service somewhere. I'm sure it's on HBO Max right now. <laughs> it's all. I think, I think it's all licensed by WB. You know, all, all, all the recent Mortal Kombat games have been under the, the Warner Brothers banner. They've been trying to find a way to sell all the games. They're trying to find something to buy. Mortal Kombat and everything else under WB. They can't find a buyer, apparently. Well, you're asking for too much. Did I say too much? I think I did. I don't think that's public information. How did I find out? I don't know. Man. But, yeah. The, 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 you know, things that everyone's in the, the intense love and or hatred of this of this recent most recent Mortal Kombat movie and it just it, I, I am intrigued but I'm not intrigued enough to carve out however long <laughs> of my life to just sit and dedicate to something where I'm like I'm not 100% invested in this uh Kong is not oh hell yeah we found the time we found it <laughs> Uh, am I gonna have my wife watch uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier at some point? Oh yeah, she ha- she hasn't seen uh, that cat movie. I, I, I want, to. I, I I I can always rewatch that movie. That's probably well, I I feel that's the best Marvel movie. I, I don't, now that we've finished Captain America: Winter Soldier, and now we have a bit of a gap in Marvel content until June. So for, so for about a month, five five six weeks, you gotta wait till till Loki comes out. Uh, I was like, I was like, uh, going to suggest like this. This is, she, she, this is the first that she's learning of this right now. I, I was going to suggest that we, we, we try to watch Captain America Winter Soldier. That way she gets a little bit more depth behind uh, Sam Wilson and, and, and Bucky himself. Or maybe we'll even go watch the first Captain America movie. That, that movie's fun. I remember watching that movie at Comic Con and like, this is amazing! <laughs> Who knew Chris Evans could be so good? I expect him to be a douchebag. And even in, over the past like ten years, he's like, redeemed himself from all the douchey roles he had. And, and Jai here says the first seven minutes of Mortal Kombat will grab you and not let go. I don't know, man. Uh, unless it's literally Scorpion going through the screen, get over here. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't have the intense love of Mortal Kombat that a lot of people do. Like, I've always sucked at the game. I think the only one I was ever eh, was like Mortal Kombat 3. And that was only if I was using smoke. <laughs> and, and when they turned all the all the ninjas into robots. It was 
kind of BS. I just remember my combo with, with Smoke. It was like high punch, low kick, high kick, <laughs> low, low punch. That was, was the X combo. That was the combo with, like, run. <laughs> oh, run. High punch, low kick, high kick, low punch. I think that was the combo for, for Smoke that I would just use against the computer. It never worked against the human. Someone else popped a quarter into the MK3 machine, and I was like, whoa, I guess my turn's over <laughs> in two rounds. <laughs> but yeah, playing more than like two the other day, it was great because I, I felt better because I, one of my fellow gamers, uh, Josh Jackson, <laughs> he told me, oh yeah, that game's freaking broken. I'm like, it kind of was. Barack was, Barack was just throwing me around. It wasn't like I was like, I'm going for the low sweep, and he's like, throw, throw. I'm like, yeah, it kind of was a broken game. Like, I, I, that, that made me feel better about how shitty it was at what we call it too. Man, I was. If you want to see me get like self roasted, yeah, check out that video on our on our gaming channel. That that, that was a. Uh, it might be entertaining for you. It was um, frustrating for me. Oh, maybe uh, maybe this week. Maybe this week if I can find time at work, I'll play MK3. Because I think that was also on my midway, midway arcade treasures. No MK1 for me. Oof, that game. But the only time I ever enjoyed MK1 was when I remember renting it for the Genesis and entering in the code and then playing it on on super duper easy. That way I could actually win and then having a printed list of all the fatalities and then actually having some zero rip out the dude's spine. Like, yeah, I did the thing. Yeah. Alright, I've done the fatalities. So. It was funny because I realized, oh man, I, I, I want to see the old fatalities. Like, oh, I'm sure I can just go on YouTube now and be like, alright, YouTube, you know, show me all the fatalities from Mortal Kombat 2. Oh, show me all the friendships. I always thought, I always thought those were hilarious. Friendship? Friendship. Uh, you know, later on, Morgan 3, they did animalities. I mean, they started just getting wild and all that stuff. And now they're they're like, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, that's where they had weapons. Uh, that's, that's where I was like, I, that's where I checked out of Mortal Kombat. I was like, it was after three or four, like, after three or four, I was kind of like, I checked out of Mortal Kombat, and I never played Mortal Kombat. I have not touched any of the modern Mortal Kombat since probably three or four. I don't know if I even played four. I think it was four, right? Am I getting my mind? I think it was a four. I don't know if Deadly Alliance is five, and... Deception 6, Annihilation, or Armageddon is 8, and then the one that was called Mortal Kombat is 9, and the Mortal Kombat X is 10, and then we just released Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, they're always a, a game series where any, any fighting game where I had to press a button to block, I was never good at. <laughs> I was brought up on Street Fighter. Hold back. I'm always just holding back. Oh, hold back. Gotta press a button to block. Oh, this is bullshit. I, I, I already have to manage buttons. I have to punch and kick. I, mean, I, I gotta manage a, 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 a block button? No, thank you. I think Virtual Fighter 1 was the only time where I was like, okay, there's only three buttons. One was block, one was punch, one was kick. Alright, cool. I, I, can, I can deal with this. My thumb can handle that block button. <laughs> Some, something else that well, let's, let's shift back, shift around. Well, we were talking about movies. We're, you know, keeping yesterday, 
fun. They came very, I, I felt it was very quietly. I was oh, the, the Oscars were yesterday. Oh yeah, Tekken. Oof, Tekken's a bad one. Yeah, Tekken's a bad one for me. Only only if I use the, the really cheesy guy, like Eddie Gordo, and I would just like just dial a combo and just make people mad. Or Hotawang. I think it was, that was like in Tekken Tag. I'd like, use Hotawang and Eddie Gordo, and people were like, fuck you. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm making the other person mad. So yesterday was uh, the Oscars, and it, it was just like, oh, like, uh, there were, uh, I was, at first I was like, oh, there was enough movies released last year during the pandemic to fill out an Oscar card, and yes, there was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, sorry, I had, sorry, podcast watchers, I forgot the camera's on this side, I had to, like, wipe away a notification. And, uh, yeah, the Oscars were yesterday, and, uh, it, it, it was so we threw them on. We <laughs> it's I, I found us a solution. We have a, we have a problem with watching local channels on our on our television. We don't have cable. We don't have satellite. We have just an old school you know antenna. Or we're not really old school. I, I, I bought one of those fancy antennas. But we're in an apartment complex. So what I learned from another technical friend is like, oh no, you live in an apartment complex. You have to like go on the roof and put your antenna. I was like, oh f that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. It's like, as we're just doing. And then, so I, we found this service that, like, you can just watch. Uh, I guess there's this, this, this company that like, takes advantage of some loophole in the FCC. I'm like, oh, depending on where you are, they will rebroadcast, you know, your local channels to you through the internet. And so we watch the Oscars that way. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, we, we, okay. We have someone from executive producer, Rosalina. Random. Random. Okay. What happened? Dwayne Johnson is a Taurus. Dwayne Johnson is a Taurus. What is it? So is Juan Cena. Juan Cena is also a Taurus? Oh. That that is some happy news that you needed. Spoiler alert! Rosa is a Taurus! So is the Undertaker. No, Chelsea Grammer? Chelsea Grammer? Chelsea Grammer? Chelsea Grammer? But that uh, my wife insists that that Kelsey Grammer and uh, the Undertaker are the same guy, <laughs> or that the Undertaker looks very much like, or at least old old Taker looks like uh, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> yeah, like, like what, I forget what WrestleMania was. You said that, and yeah, that was just dead on the spot. I'm like, I three years oh. ago. That was the I think that was the first WrestleMania you had come over to my house for. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer? Sorry. Rest in potatoes. Rest in salad and eggs. <laughs> Toss salad and eggs. That was like the happiest thing I know. I like, I can't get that image out of my mind. Take her aside, show Bob. Krusty <laughs> the Cloud must rest in peace. <laughs> Damn it, Nigel. <laughs> Nigel is king. No, oh, this, 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 this is spiraling out of control. <laughs> Thanks, honey. No, hey, comedy, comedy is so important. You got something funny, we, we have to interject. It's like the old days of the podcast where Sam would just interject anything into the podcast. So yeah, the Oscars happened yesterday. 
And uh, it was cool, because, uh, again, as we talked about at the top of the show, hey, representation. Uh, after the last, especially the last few years, the Oscars were incredibly white. <laughs> they were so white, uh, the Oscars were as white as my microphone here. <laughs> my God, it, it's been, it was incredibly white. There was a lot of minority representation yesterday. I, I, I dare say, they, they, I think they made sure all the people they invited were pretty much, uh, other than... Uh, was it Glenn? Cl- was that Glenn Close <laughs> yesterday? No. Who did the butt? Yes, who did the butt? <laughs> she did, and even though she was the white representative there, <laughs> she represented for black people because <laughs> she did the butt dance. She did the butt. Amazing. Okay. It's amazing. How she did? How does she not have an Oscar? <laughs> she should have got an Oscar for the butt. You get one for the butt. That 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 was probably the. Uh, uh, at least according to Twitter, that was the highlight because for whatever reason, I don't know why they needed to kill. Uh, they had to kill ten minutes in the middle of the Oscars. I don't know if they were going too fast because this was li- the fastest Oscars I had ever seen. Yeah. Uh, there was like no lag or, or no goofing off. It was just like uh, the, the, the yeah they did it at Union Station. It, it, it took us a, like Rose and I were watching it. And we're like, where is it? I mean, like. It, it obviously it was clearly not at the Dolby Theater. It was not at the freaking apartment. Did they go back to the shrine? I'm like, the shrine auditorium? That's where they used to always have it back in the olden days. But I don't know. This was a, it's apparently they they rented out Union Station. They, they, they hired you know a, a Hollywood expert team of freaking set designers and set builders, and they built an awards ceremony uh, platform in the middle of Union Station. It was until like they, they, they did a wide shot, and then Rosa was like, "That's Union Station." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit, you're right." <laughs> I totally. And then I, I immediately Googled it. I'm like, "Yep, Union Station." <laughs> like trip out. That, 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 and just the whole aesthetic was like, I, I, don't, I thought it was kind of cool. It was just like, it was, it was very casual. It, it felt more like the Golden Globes. It was like it felt very casual, very nice. But so getting back, so for whatever reason. They, they, they roll out, uh, so Questlove is the musical director, which, hey, fuck yeah, love me some Questlove. Uh, I accidentally learned his real name, I'm like, oh no, he, he don't, that's not his name, his name's Quest. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, he's Quest. Uh, and then they rolled out Little Rel Howery, which you might, you don't know his name, but he, he was the, 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 the dude's friend in Get Out. <laughs> and then they... And I didn't realize. Oh, they did a little mini Get Out reunion in the middle when he went to go ask a. They 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 were playing you know they're playing some dumb little Oscar music game. <laughs> it's like so he goes up to Andara Day and they play Purple Rain and they ask, oh, was this a, you know did it win an Oscar? Was it nominated or none of the above? And then she just drops a swear that probably wasn't nominated. That's some bullshit. And so they had to dump that immediately. Thankfully, I think other markets it wasn't dumped, so I was able to find out on Twitter like pretty quick what she said. <laughs> so they're like, "Okay, that just happened. We need to move on." And I was like, "Why are they tap dancing like this?" And they're like, "They, they sent this poor guy out there to die." <laughs> he goes, has his uh, get out reunion with Daniel Kaluuya, <laughs> and uh, they, they I forget what what they played for him. I think they played a. Uh, uh, it was Donna Summer, <laughs> and he's like, "Man, I'm too young. I don't know this. 
I don't know. And then apparently Donna Summer won an Oscar for, for that. And then they rolled around, and they went to Glenn Close, and they started playing the butt. <laughs> and it, it's like, and I don't know, I, I, and honestly, I, I couldn't tell you if that was like a planned thing where like they, they, they had someone with a cue card off the side, or she just knew everything about that song. But she started listing off everything about that song. <laughs> and just like, I was like, what is happening here? And then she gets up and does the dance. <laughs> and just like, Twitter is like ablaze going, yes, yes, queen. <laughs> Thank you. And it's like, what is happening at these Oscars? So like the, the, the cool part was, yeah. Dan Kulik, he won an Oscar, Best Supporting Actor. And we had a, we had a second female ever, first Asian ever to win Best Director. I, no, I guess not first Asian because what's his face? I think the guy from Parasite. Well, first Asian woman, <laughs> but second woman ever to win a friggin' directing Oscar. And then uh, yeah, all this stuff. And then like it, it was weird because. Normally, the last award is always Best Picture, but for some odd reason, they put the actor, the acting awards last, which I guess it led people to believe, oh, they're going to end the show, because, you know, last year, Chadwick Boseman passed away, and then Chloe's out. Thank you. Thank you, Warren. You, you have taken over Kiet's, uh, Kiet's old job of, of providing information live during the show. Now, that, that was Kiet's old job. I guess he's busy on Mondays uh, playing Destiny. He can't watch the show anymore and be my corrections and, uh, and, and, and information department. So Warren has been, you've been doing an admirable job. Thank you very much, Warren, for always providing uh, names when, I, when I'm totally lost with my dad brain. Uh, Chloe's out. Who is directing a Marvel movie? She's directing that Eternals movie. Where, uh, where Kumail Nanjiani is totally buff. I was showing Rosa pictures of it last time. She's like, what? Kumail is buff? I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, Oscar's were at Union Station. That's correct. Um, so they, 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 they give the best picture out. They, 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 they sent out... God, why is my brain not working now? Uh, West Side Story. Read them around. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I had to like tr trigger myself on that one. West Side Story, right? Oh yeah, Rita Moreno. Uh, they sent her out to do Best Picture in Nomadland, which a, a, a friend of mine had a, had a pretty great tweet about that. It's like, yeah, real great that the movie about homeless people won when they had to probably force out all the houseless people all around the station last weekend for, for this. The movie about homelessness. They're kicking out all the houseless people in, down, in the downtown LA area to have, have the Oscars. So like that, you know, that's all I, oh wow, I guess I'm, uh, yeah, you know, you're watching it, and I'm like, oh, I guess they did Best Actor and Best Actress already? But then it comes back, and I'm like, oh, there's still more show, okay. Renee Zoldier comes out and hands out Best Actress, and hands out Best Actress, and then, and then it's like, oh, uh, Francis B. Morgan won for No Man Land. And so they get to the, the last one and say, oh, so they put Best Actor last. So everyone goes, oh, Chadwick Boseman passed away. He was nominated posthumously for Ma Rainey uh, Black Bottom, that was called. 
I'm sure I'll be correct here in a moment. And so everyone said, oh, he was, they're, they're going to end the show uh, with that. They're going to end the show with the, uh, with the posthumous Oscar, everyone feel good moment. And uh, they, 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 they send out uh, super awkward Joaquin Phoenix, who was last year's best actor, to, to, to deliver it. And then out of nowhere, it's like, all right, and uh, Anthony Hopkins for uh, whatever the movie he was in. Father? Or... But, again, a lot of you know, honestly, I was like me and Rose were talking. About, I think the only Oscar-winning movie we saw last year was Soul, which won for best score and best animated movie. And, uh, and it was like, oh, they ended with <laughs> it's like, oh, an entire show you know, dedicated to inclusiveness. Oh, the Father, said, no, the Father, yeah, the Father. You're right. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's this whole show dedicated to inclusiveness, and you see so many people of color, see people of color winning, and they close the show with an old white man winning, who wasn't even there. <laughs> who didn't show up because he probably thought he wasn't going to win. <laughs> it was like, oof, that, that was an awkward topper, and then my, uh, my friend Joe was like, that, that, that's Hollywood. <laughs> like, that's Hollywood in that show. Hey, look at all this inclusiveness, all these firsts. And old white guy has the final word <laughs> at the end of the show. Hollywood! <laughs> Man. That, that, that was like, huh. I was like, I, 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 get I guess it's kind of proves the Academy doesn't know who the winners are. I mean, the, I guess, or not, not that the Academy doesn't know who the winners are. The Academy made all the votes. But the, the, the people producing the show, I guess they, maybe they thought, oh, oh, oh. Chadwick's going to win. Let's, let's put that last. It's going to be a great feel-good moment. Except that uh, they wound up with, oh, well, I guess it's not as bad as uh, La La Land being misannounced and like, oh, wait, it's not La La Land, it's Moonlight. <laughs> that was probably much worse. But it, it was still like, oh, awkward, all right. And, and Black Twitter was ablaze after that. This fucking bullshit. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, Anthony Hopkins was very good in his movie, in his movie, but a lot of people felt that he should have gone to Chadwick. Because that, that was his final acting performance, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. This, this is insane. Uh, I, I think I, I, I kept spending a lot of time like looking up like ha, ha, has uh, Trent Reznor got an EGOT, and apparently he, he's because uh, he uh, he got his third Oscar for for score <laughs> for scoring because uh, he had gotten it for uh, he got an Oscar before for the Social Network, and he got an Oscar before for uh, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. He did the he won Oscar scores. For that one, and then but he, him and Addis Ross and uh, John Baptiste, they they got the, the best score for Soul, which I I remember after Rosa and I had watched, I'm like damn, the, 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 you know, like the score was really good. And then we see, oh, it's freaking Reznor and company. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> like John Baptiste did all the cool like jazz parts, and then I'm sure uh, Trent Reznor and Addis Ross did all the you know afterlife boops and beeps. <laughs> Which, which were also very cool. So that, that was kind of nice. And again, it's like, oh, yay, a movie we saw! <laughs> not, not, not too many. <laughs> didn't, didn't watch too many of the Oscar winners. It, it was funny. Like, I think after we, we'd watched uh, the Oscars, it was like, oh, we, we, we threw on Hulu. It's like, should we watch No Man Land? I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to be depressed right now. Because <laughs> usually, you know, those best picture winners are not necessarily, like, comfortable movies. <laughs> I remember, or 
or when I watched Twelve Years a Slave, I was like, "Oh man, this is really fucking uncomfortable." I mean, it's a good movie, but man, do I hate white people right now. <laughs> Even the ones who are trying to be good, they're still kind of dicks. It's like, oof, oof. I have to see the father because Olivia Coleman is in it. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm always in for Olivia Coleman. I like her. Mm-hmm. Did you know that she was in uh, Hot Fuzz? No. She was the female cop in Hot Fuzz. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it was like the queen. <laughs> and, then, and she plays the queen in The Crown. Mm-hmm. She plays uh, Queen Elizabeth. So yeah, it was a it was a very uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that there was even like a Jimmy Kimmel commercial where he was kind of joking like, "Is it my fault there isn't any hosts anymore?" Because <laughs> yeah, there there was no host. They just get this. And honestly, I think that's where they saved themselves a good half an hour to forty five minutes. Because <laughs> you don't have a host out there like dishing out whatever jokes you know the the writing team <laughs> set up for them. It's like you're just—they're just cranking up. They're just cranking out. Boom! Award, 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 and the speeches were like, they—they they, they did one. Whoever directed, they did—they did a bad job. They—they they showed that there there was a monitor in the middle, showing a countdown, because <laughs> because there was no orchestra to play them off. You know, they had, had Questlove to play them off, but you know, having a, you know a few speakers play some music is not as intimidating as an entire you know 108 piece orchestra like pulling you away. <laughs> but so there was a, a, a monitor with a timer, I guess, it, that showed you. It was like, you better go. I mean, this is how much time you have. <laughs> Literally. And I and I could see it as, as, as different people were accepting awards. You could see the urgency in their in their voice as they, <laughs> as they were running out of time. Because uh, they went out and with her best song when 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 H E R won, she was I could I felt the urgency. Oh, oh. We have another update from executive producer Rosalie Mon. She pops her head up. She pops her head up. So we we have something else from Rosa. Rosa, what, 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 you have something else for us here? Uh, for Hopkin, as the show's production team had been publicly adamant about having only in person acceptance speeches. Okay. Um, Anthony Hopkins is 83 years old, and he was he lives in Wales. Oh no, he ain't gonna make this freaking plane trip in 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 this pandemic. In this pandemic? In this pandemic? Hell no. Nah. Yeah. He's 83, and he he ain't gonna make that flight. Yeah. Hell no. Nah. So that's why he wasn't there last night. Oh okay. You know, it was a very that, strange. That's very logical. Hospital. Strange award. Season, I mean, award show. The whole show just seemed, it seemed off. It seemed like. I mean, it's twenty twenty one. It's twenty twenty one. In this pandemic, exactly. Yeah. That that may. Hey, so hey, we're I, so lucky we get anything. Right. I, that's. I, I was shocked that they had so many people there. I was shocked, or maybe I should say, I wasn't shocked mm-hmm. at the in memoriam. Yeah, the in memoriam. Oof. That, that there was all. Uh, I, I was I was pleasantly surprised that they had included DMX, but like I, remember, I, I put on Twitter, I, I didn't know that um, uh, James Bond, freaking uh, Sean Connery, I didn't realize he passed away last year. Right, you are now just as shocked as I am. 
and yeah, uh, our, our good friend Enrique Cruz, he tweeted back at me. He's like, yep, Halloween. I'm like, oh, I get that. That reads, I was probably, we were, we were, we were really busy. We were, we were moving. <laughs> I think that's why we probably didn't know or hear about it. We, we weren't looking at our phones because we were too busy packing our little house. We were packing up our little cottage to move here. I think that's why. I was just like, Sean Connery passed away? What the hell? Like, I knew he had retired from acting. The only time he ever stepped out was the good, was the good old Wimbledon. But I guess, that, that's one that, that surprised me. There was a few other ones where I was like, oh. <laughs> but the majority of the big names, uh, I, I, I realized, I, mean, I, I knew they had passed. But it was uh, but it was a pretty long, it was a long and deep memoriam. <laughs> there was a, a good number of people <laughs> across the board, famous and uh, behind the scenes. They were just like, oof. Uh, it's funny because usually I'll, I'll go on Twitter and say, "Okay, who do they miss?" Because usually every year they, they miss they, they they'll always miss somebody because they're like, "Oh, so they, they didn't include." They'll have to. I feel like they're they have to include some of these like Hollywood executives who are like incredibly old, but then they'll leave out someone fairly recent. But this time I was like, I was like, "Oh, they they got they got uh, they got everybody." <laughs> It was just like, oof. Like, Is this bad, Nick? <laughs> it, it was, yeah, it was a very strange... It's funny. When I, when I was younger, I, I felt... I don't know. Like the, the Oscars were... Felt, they felt like a bigger deal. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's still a big deal to people within the industry. Hell, I remember like the, 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 the... The first year I... Well, the, the, no, I'm sorry. The, the one year I worked at Disney, I, I got to go to a little, like, you know, a publicist Oscar party, and that was a lot of fun. I got to... Uh, uh, goof off with a bunch of lo low-level publicists and you know friends of executives. <laughs> it ever was like, oh, cool, this is a the thing. But you know, I, it, obviously the the pandemic has hit the movie industry from top to bottom. So even this, it was just like, ooh, it's it such a big deal. It, it felt like so, I remember so big. Anytime I'd, I'd go down to. Um, Anytime I go down to you know um, was Hollywood and Highland, I, I always would marvel at the they have the you know that that hallway with all the columns where they have every Best Picture winner um, put up there, and then they have like everything they already have it set for like up to like twenty freaking twenty fifty or twenty one hundred. They they have spaces for the next freaking hundred years already set aside uh, for for every Best Picture winner. So there's a Nomad Land is going to get its little plaque up there at some point this week, over uh, in front of the Dolby Theater. But it's, it, this used to be, you know, because it, that you keep hearing about the the cultural relevance of the Oscars uh, being less and less, and that it, it's, it's becoming more evident. <laughs> and it's getting and, it, and it's getting harder. Yeah, I think a lot of the, <laughs> the the Best Picture winner is a movie you could go watch on Hulu. Right now, <laughs> you, I'm sure Hulu is very proud of that. <laughs> but it's like it's like all these streaming services are, are, are going to be it's going to be a, you know. Well, which streaming service do I need to subscribe to to watch this year's you know Academy Award nominees? <laughs> it's like I'm sure you know because I remember when when Netflix was pushing Roma really hard because that was for many years ago. And then when you know you get your Spielberg's getting really mad, like those movies shouldn't count. Those aren't motion pictures. They're streaming. They're digital. 
It's not. It's not on film. These awards. These are awards are for movies that are on film. <laughs> but then I'll watch friggin' Netflix or somebody. They're probably gonna buy the buy the the ArcLight theater. Oh, now we have a Netflix theater. Ha! Look, <laughs> we're screening all our films on film. Ha! F you, uh, friggin' streamer haters within the academy. <laughs> Just. Uh, Movie industry is wild. It's like it's it's crazy. I I, I I wish nothing but the best for my friends who are still in it. <laughs> Ironically, one of them who is the, the the president of digital at Disney right now. <laughs> he moved himself up from publicist to president of digital content. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Umbrella Corporation, Daniel in this pandemic. <laughs> Big umbrella core could come in and bundle all these services, and we'll have we'll have DirecTV all over again. <laughs> no, it's I, I keep seeing ads for like oh Disney Plus with with uh, with ESPN, and then and now they added the the Hulu with 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 ad, the ad free Hulu, the more the more expensive Hulu. <laughs> Uh, the wife and I, we were totally okay with our, our 30 second to minute and a half breaks when we watch the league or we watch anything off or watching SNL. Oh, uh, honey, I have to admit a, a faux pas. What? Uh, the, the, there, there was no SNL this past Saturday. Oh, oh, okay. the, the, the Elon Musk episode is, is going to happen on May 8th, so not this Saturday, but the following. That, that, that was my mistake. Oh, got it. Hulu sense. <laughs> I was like, wait, they usually add it the next day. Cause they, my, my dumb ass, like, we're like, all right, let's fire Hulu. Let's see last night's SNL. I want to see how awkward this Elon Musk episode is. Like, oh no, it, it, it didn't happen last night. <laughs> or it didn't happen on... on that, that That's my, that's a uh, corrections and retractions department. I have to... Hmm? What did we watch instead? We watched an episode of The League. That's right. We watched uh, Bob and Men. Bobo Man. <laughs> and then we, we stared at, at that picture of, uh, of Andre dressed as a, as a, as a, I don't know what he oh. is, a yodeler. A yodeler. Yeah. Okay, watch that tonight. Well, we, 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 we can. We have time. We have time. Okay. Well, if, we, if, if I shut down now, we have time. <laughs> I gotta shut this down. I have to go watch uh, some more, uh, well, uh, incredibly immature comedy. <laughs> so it keeps us glued to it, 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 it keeps it, it keeps us sane watching terrible humans be terrible to each other. <laughs> and my wife going, What is fantasy football? Like it's the worst thing ever created. <laughs> it's one of the worst things to ever befall our society is fantasy football. <laughs> it's like we were literally watching an episode last night and I'm like, Oh god, I was relating to some of the fantasy football stuff. I'm like, oh that was me when I played fantasy football. I could never set a lineup correctly. My bench was always better than my starters. I hate fantasy football. I will never play again. And I have kept that promise for like four years. Uh, uh, my, one of my buddies uh, dragged me out of fantasy retirement because they needed a tenth. For it, it was a free, like, it was a free one. Like, oh, I don't have to pay. Okay, I, I will draft, but I will not try. And the, that, that was a lie. <laughs> that the narrator says that was a lie. <laughs> I did try. <laughs> I think, I think I might have finished like second or third. I was like, oh god, what am I doing? Oh, I hate you fantasy football. I can't enjoy watching football. Now that I don't even now I don't even passively watch football anymore. So 
It's like, haha, I have broken the chains of fantasy football. <laughs> I think uh, I was old. Uh, there was a league I remember I had to pay I, I, there was a bar league I paid a hundred bucks to get in and I was so fucking stressed the entire fucking season because <laughs> like I paid a hundred dollars for this and I am totally hating myself I finished second place I got my hundred dollars back and I was like I am never playing in this bar league ever again I got to walk away with my money <laughs> that was a, it was a horrifying I, it was so bad because the, the bar owner was this asshole. <laughs> this was Sardos. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> the bar owner was horrible. It, 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 it was cool because there were a bunch of my friends. I was playing against some of my friends. And it was it, it was cool. Like the, the guy I remember I played in the championship game against with it, it was actually uh, a friend of mine who, who was a restaurant owner. So I, I, I did not. I actually did not mind losing to him because I'm, I'm sure the the thousand dollars that he won, uh, it went towards his restaurant <laughs> and, and towards his kid. So I was like, I, I bear I bore no ill will. I'm like, I got my hundred back. Yes, I am very happy. I'll take my hundred dollars back. Thank you, and I will I will, I will call this a well earned experience <laughs> to never play in a in a in a money league ever again. <laughs> Oof. But yes, I highly recommend If you've never watched The League on Hulu, I recommend it. It's incredibly immature and horrifying. But if you want to, again, like I've said a few episodes ago, if you want to feel better about yourself as a human, watch these humans be terrible to each other. Although we, we, we keep calling uh, our son Taco every so often because Taco will do things on the show. We're like, oh, or, or Tiger will do stuff. And we're like, oh, oh my he God. Like yeah, he acts like Taco. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Password is Taco. <laughs> Our son is going to be Our son. Like the, the shirt I put him in today. Oh, that poor shirt. Oh. It's in Wait, the bag. where is that shirt? It's in the bag. I brought the bag up earlier. It's in the bag. It's in the bag. Uh, that poor shirt. The taco shirt. You need to erect the things that are in that bag like right now. I know. I have to go. It's probably not good. Yeah. They've been there a while. All day. You, you need to have that. I'm sorry. I know. I love you. I know. I have meatballs on my feet. <laughs> Good night. As always, you can follow us at DreGP Podcast <laughs> on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. <laughs> you can always catch our videos. I, I, I actually did not upload any videos on our YouTube. I'm so sorry those of any of you who have subscribed please go subscribe I, I'm, I will hopefully after I go excavate that bag of badness right now I will hopefully upload uh, I, I think I'm going to upload the, the Mortal Kombat video onto our YouTube page if you didn't already see it on our Facebook or if, uh, it'll, it'll go up on our YouTube page hopefully sometime in the next day or so and you can see me be incredibly terrible at Mortal Kombat Part 2 uh, and, and as always like our, like our awesome friend Daniel, our awesome friend Ryan, if you want to become a patron of our show, if you want to patronize us, that doesn't sound right. If you want to become a patron for the show, if you want to help support us financially, patreon.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy, if you want to do that. Uh, I, uh, currently, I, I, am, I, am, I am very indebted to, to uh, emotionally, to, <laughs> to Daniel 
and, and Ryan Tanaka, Daniel Wong, Ryan Tanaka, they, 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 they donate out of the goodness out of their heart. Uh, I have not provided any rewards, but if we get more people, then I will be compelled to add reward, exclusive content onto that. I can barely provide content for these channels. <laughs> How am I going to provide exclusive content? i got to find time. Maybe when Tiger gets older, I don't know. <laughs> Daniel says, I left many baby clothes bags in cars and trunks. And he gives me the fist. Solidarity. Uh, parenthood, solidarity. It, it, yeah. This is this is the, the dark side of parenthood. <laughs> Literally. See, and Daniel always says, the show is its own reward. I, I appreciate that, that, that type of 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 brotherhood right there. I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Daniel. That was like a nice bro hug right there. It's broken. The show is its own reward. I I I, I wish I can provide more. I I still have to. <laughs> I haven't had time to make a, a a prize list for for our winner, Andy Vasquez. I haven't able to start the new contest so that James or Damon can can avenge the, their their loss. One thing at a time. <laughs> at a time. I, I haven't had time. I I literally I had. I had stomach flu for, for a couple days last week. I barely have time to handle anything, but we, we shall persist. This too shall pass. Yeah. This too shall pass, as my wife likes to tell me. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This has been Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. We will catch you guys next week, and hopefully I'll get out a couple of game streams on our other... Hey, if you don't already like our other channel, our, our Dre's Geek Fossil Gaming Stream, like that one too. Like and or follow, please. And you'll get our game streams as well. I've been trying to get more consistent at least trying once a week. I will go live when, when I get into work early. I will, I will close the door to my office, turn on the lights, turn on a game system, and play something for like 10 minutes. And usually I'll be really bad at it, but I'll be doing some awesome commentary to it. <laughs> Make sure you catch those videos as well. Catch you guys next time. Have a good night, and we'll see you next week. Audio listeners, wow, this is an hour and ten minutes. Exactly. <laughs>